Hi, my name is David O. Uh, most of you know me from Medium, where I write about mostly about money, but also about life and things that pertain to success in life. And I'm starting this podcast because I'm starting to get a lot of questions about life, about money, um, necessarily from people from all around the world, all walks of life, seeking my inside perspective on whatever they are doing and their life choices and just to make these adjustments in their lives to move forward. And there are lots of questions. Sometimes in the past I've written articles about it, but I feel like um, this should take a new form of content to reach more people. So here, basically, I'm going to be answering questions from people from all over the world. Um, So anybody can send a question to me on Instagram. My handle is at David Olano. That's D-A-V-I-D-O-L-A-R-I-N-O-Y-E. Or if you're on my email list, um, you can just reply my emails and send in your questions. And I'm going to take those questions and I'll be answering them in this podcast. So this would be like the audio archive to every one of those things and whether this is your question or not um, you should pay attention you should listen because you might get an insider perspective that will change your mind about something and that can mean the world to you that can change your life and so here we go and the question that will be focused on answering today was sent to me on my from someone on my email list um, she's Jenny so I would read the question so it's, it's quite a long read I'll read it and then I'm going to give an answer to it and I explain perspectives around it, um, not just for Jenny, but that other people can learn, that you can learn from it and make something beautiful for your life out of it. So this is Jenny. My obsession was drawing and painting. I didn't even know how. I painted dark and fantastical scenes at the classical masters from my own imagination. I tried to tell the old stories with just one beautiful image, and I was a performer, a musician, an artist. You know the thing that perplexes me to this day? I was a kid that no one was going to stop. No one could tell me no, not even my own inner voice. I was moving to New York City from my little cow town, and I was going to find my tribe and take over the world. And then something happened. It was a slow burn, almost invisible, but I think it was from years of ruthless bullying, perhaps a father become volatile and mean when he was drunk. But I stopped believing in myself. Once I got to New York, I got really scared. I hit the brakes and I got really small. So my question to you is if you have some insights to perhaps write a bit about this. How do we get back on track? We are doing the work, but decades of perceived perceived smallness and failures have got us into this it's all over mindset. Any advice on changing that, especially when the spark is there but the mindset is scared? But the mindset is scared. And she said, do it scared, of course. But there are but are there any other tools you use? I think a lot of people could benefit from some of your words of wisdom on this topic. Much love, Jenny. 
Um, thank you very much for that, Jenny. Now, what she has described here is something that affects a lot of people, and that is the inspiration for this um, podcast for me to start it right now, because I know that this is something that affects a lot of people, and it's it's a reality that you can't shake off. And when I when I read this question. I knew that it has to be a vocal answer. You need to hear the answer um, and not just read it off a page. Now, the first thing you must understand is that um, now what what brought about this conversation? Okay, I sent an, an email to my email list, and you can get on my email list. It's seven d three dot co. That's the figure seven, the letter D, the figure three dot co. If you get there, you put in your um, your name and your email, and then you get my um, regular emails. So I sent something to my email list, and it's the question was, um, what were you doing between the ages of thirteen and eighteen? And that was inspired by something I heard from Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. So, as you know, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, both of them are wildly successful people in today's world, and. The interesting thing is they both agree that um, focus is a important thing to success and both of them would attribute their success to what they started doing between that age, age 13 and age 18. So when they asked um, Bill Gates, Bill Gates said he was coding, 13 to 18, he was coding. Um, Warren Buffett, of course, he bought his first stock at 11 years old. So. Between the ages of 13 and 18, it was just all over the markets, the stock markets. And of course, he's, um, he's one of the, arguably the greatest investors of our time right now. And, you know, he's widely successful and so is Bill Gates. And so their concept was, whatever you started doing at the age of 18, between the age of 13 and 18, if you focus on it, it's going to make you widely successful in life. And I see a lot of wisdom to that because... That's the age where you don't care about what people think. You are all alone in your own world. You have your own imagination and you are, in most places, free to express yourself, at least in your own little world. Maybe not to the world around you, but in your own little world, you're free to express yourself and you're free to do things and imagine things and create things and get interested in things that you are really interested in, not things that... Um, the media got you interested in or things that <clears throat> or things that um, you know school got you interested in so it's a very critical and aspect of life is a very important phase of life and I give an example of myself for example at age 13 I was already an avid reader my parents had a library of books is good library of books and I I was reading as early as I can remember many of those books um, so that was at 13. At 18, I was already writing. I had notes and parchments. I wasn't really publishing anywhere, but I had that. And that has led to what I do today, even though, you know, people get surprised when I tell them that I studied engineering in the university. And my best, my best subject in school was mathematics. And the reason why I liked mathematics was because when you get the answer, you get the answer. You know, in other subjects, you know, there are lots of things that are subject to the teacher's discretion. But in mathematics, if you arrive at the answer and you got all the steps, you can predict what your score is going to be. I, I love that. 
and so most people are surprised that I would be into the creative world and I would be into writing and all the things that I do today. And that's because um, I didn't really care. I didn't really care when I when I left the university, for example. Um, I had the privilege of um, not being under any pressure due to student loans or anything like that. And my parents didn't really put any pressure on me, at least at the beginning. So I was free to just experiment and, you know, look at things and see things and decide what I wanted to do, decide what I was interested in. Because I wasn't really interested in engineering anymore at that stage because I I didn't like the, the old job life that most adults were living. And so, and that is true for most people. That is very true for most people. So, if you think back, the things that you were doing between the ages of 18, 13 to 18, those are the things that you were really, really, really interested in. Those are the things that you are really, really interested in. Now, today, um, things can be a little bit different because now we have um, social media clouding the minds of lots of young people and they don't really have that quiet space with themselves to think, um, to reflect. And most cannot even sit down quietly in the place without without touching their phones. You know, you take away their phones from them and, you know, they're having, you know, withdrawal symptoms almost instantly. And anyway, that's, that's a topic for another day. Now, getting into adulthood, you know, things get really, really, really dicey because now you're getting into a structured world and school doesn't prepare us for that as much as school is good school is nice but school doesn't prepare people for adulthood most people are gobsmacked when they finally reach adulthood because they realize that it was not you know it was not the idea they were sold at all you know you find out where you you know it's a little kid saying oh when i have a house of my own only for you to, you know, want to get a place of your own and you realize it's going to take you like 30, 35 years to pay it off with a very good job, the kind of house that you want to live in. So um, that has created this kind of um, reality check. They call it reality check for most young people. And it's, it sets, so the expectation starts to drop. And then you see other people that are talented and you feel like, oh, maybe I'm not that talented. Um, and then you see other people doing amazing things. And then, you know, maybe for some reason they've got um, a bigger spotlight than you. And you are thinking, oh, my God, these people are super talented. This is, these people are great. And I'm just, you know, one of the, you know, one of the rest, one of the crowd. And... The, when you start thinking that way, you start losing your creativity, you start losing your imagination, you start losing your spark for life, and then you start just playing the game of the masses. And, you know, some call it the rat race. And the rat race is made popular, of course, by Robert Kiyosaki because he talks about it in the terms of finances. But it's much more than that. The rat race is not just more than, you know, the finances aspect of it. It's also more than the time aspect of it, you know, like the nine to five. It's more than that. The rat race is, is conformity. It's conformity. It's when you grow up and you feel like you have to be a monk, you have to 
um, blending, you have to be like everybody else, you have to do what people do, and you know, they say you have to um, do what adults do, and you're under pressure, you know, peer pressure in some cases, and that has affected a lot of people, and they've lost their spark for life, they've lost their creativity, they've lost their genius, they've lost their imagination, they've lost their belief in themselves, and but you still know that there was one time that you believed that there was something special about you like everybody has that there was one time you felt like there was something special about you or maybe someone made you think that there was something special about you or maybe your parents um, made you think that there was something special about you Um, and then you know get into adulthood see the reality of life and then you quickly lose that, especially in the big cities. Especially in the big cities. Now, this can be a deviation, but this is worth mentioning. <clears throat> if you live in a small town and you have gifts and you have um, imaginations, you have um, creativity, you have a longing that you believe that your talents belong to the big stage, your talents belong in the big city. Um, you have to be wise about it. You have to be very wise about it. Your vision for the future is good. It's cool. But if you rush it, if you rush it, it's, it, it's going to turn sour. If you rush it, it's going to turn sour. Because you must understand that the world is filled with... The world is not, um, you know, like they say, life is not a bed of roses. Meaning that it's not just um, plain, smooth, and you know, clear path. And the reason I say that is not because life cannot be plain, smooth, and clear for you. It's because you have to understand that there there are obstacles, and that's the fun of life. So if you're not prepared to have that kind of fun, you're going to be distracted. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be depressed. And you are just going to live an average life. And thinking that, oh, maybe there's nothing special about me and these obstacles. Let me just settle for this. Let me just settle for this. And, and, and that's the bane of a lot of people. And they think like, okay, if I'm not successful at 25, I think I'll just settle for this and settle for that. And, settle. and before you know it, your life is filled with all kinds of smallness. You know you can do better, but you just don't have the 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 inner fortitude to pursue something that's strong anymore, to pursue something that's big anymore. And then and then the, the, the nail in the coffin for most people is marriage. Because the moment you get married, you can't make individual decisions anymore. You know, you have to carry your spouse along, you have to carry, you have to consider the kids when you start having kids. And, you know, life just becomes a game of catching up. Which is a very terrible place to be very 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 terrible place to be so now and i know that there are lots of people listening who are already at that stage you you know you're married already you have kids and we'll talk about marriage on one of the other episodes god's willing um and but you're already on that stage so the question is how do you revert back how do you go back to the big thing how do you get that spark back maybe you already have the spark but you're just looking for that mental fortitude to be able to push you through what 
you need to be pushed through to get to the future that you desire the future you have in mind the future that it's in your heart and the there are no um first understand that there are no um genius answers to life there are no genius answers it's just life can be summarized the secret of success in life can be summarized in one word and that's believe so what you do with it it's not about what you do and and this is this is the point that that affects most people that makes them settle for less in life because they think they've done their best and their best is just not enough see so it's not about what you do it's about your belief behind what you do it's about the belief behind what you do and the idea of course is not to be the best in the world the idea is to be different is to be different and diversity is what creates um it's what creates branches in the way society is structured that gives rise to new industries and new ideas and you know new sub industries that creates new parts of life for other people so just have that at the back of your mind that you are not even playing against life you are also playing for life in the sense that what you're doing is not against the grain of life is not against the natural direction of life what you are doing is consistent with the natural direction of life if you do what you do with belief in it so the secret of life secret of success in life is do what you do with belief do what you do with deep and intimate belief in what you are capable of in what you think you are in who you think you are in you know in everything so you got to have that belief in yourself and when you're seated with other people who are successful who have you know who have lots of success than you who have been successful for longer who are richer than you um who are multimillionaires who are billionaires you have to be confident in what you have and, and and this is a this is a huge 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 secret of life you have to be confident in what you have you have to be confident in what you have that these people are successful the geniuses at what they do but i too i'm successful at what i do and success is not people tie success to achievements and success has nothing to do with achievements success is is what you believe it is it's what you make of it is what you make of it so stop trying to think like okay i need to make a million dollars and then i'm going to believe that i'm successful that's not true that's not true leave those people who are setting those high definition of success leave them at their game you believe that you are the success because the the thrill of life is bringing out what you've got on the inside the thrill of life is not achieving something it's not getting life is not about getting life is about bringing out it's about giving it's about bringing out what you've got on the inside and blessing the world with it so if you bring out something you've got from the inside and you've blessed the world with it that is success if one person can say that you know what you did or what you created has been a game changer for them has been a life changer for them that is success 
Now, one million people don't have to say that. Like, 1,000 people don't have to say that. 100 people don't have to say that. If two people can say that, if two people can say that, you've had a successful life. But now, if two people can say that, then you can raise the dike and make four people be able to say something like that. And then you can keep raising the dike and keep raising the dike. Not because you want to achieve something, but because you know you have something that you want to give. See, that's, that's the... Become obsessed about giving what you've got. Become obsessed about bringing out what you've got and blessing the world with it. It's how it is valued in the outside world is none of your business. Let them value it any way they want. You must understand that what you have is not for you. What you have been graced with, what you have been blessed with, what you have been inspired by, don't keep it to yourself. Don't keep it to yourself. Um, people are going to criticize you, of course. People are going to, um, you're going to see all kinds of other things, but you must be confident. Not looking down on what other people have done or try to compare what you're doing to what other people are doing. No. You must be confident that what I have, this thing that I have in my hands, is an epitome of success. And it's a crime for me to keep it to myself. It's a crime for me to stay small. If I can touch 1,000 lives, why not? If I can touch 10,000, why not? If I can touch a million lives, why not? Don't hoard what you've got. Don't keep what you've got. It's supposed to go from you to the world. It's supposed to bless the world. You're not supposed to hold on to it and try to keep it to yourself and look at other people and say, oh, I'm small, they're big, they can do all the big things, I can't. That's not true. That's not true. You do your thing. Don't look at how people are valuing it. You just do you. You do your thing. And over time, if you carry the imagination of the success that you want in your mind and do not let anybody talk you out of it, you would see the reality. You would experience the reality. All you need to do is carry the imagination in your mind. You don't have to do anything about it. You don't have to walk towards it like it's a goal that you're walking towards. You don't have to do that. Carry the imagination in your mind in your mind of the success that you want. And then do your best. Do your best. Do the thing that has been committed. The thing that you have in your hands that you can do and you can be excellent at it. Do your best. And then take it as far as you can take it. Take it as far as you can take it. As far as you can take it. See, nothing is small, nothing is big. Go as far as you can. Go as far as you can. If you went this far the last time, you know, you know, try and go farther than that next time. And then try to go farther than that next time. And then try to go farther than that next time. Just for the fun of it. And... <laughs> Having it at the back of your mind that you are actually blessing the world with what you've got. And that's the mentality, that you're actually blessing the world with what you've got. You are, and that's the mentality behind me making this, this, this podcast. I don't, I don't have any plan for it. I don't have any success plan for it. I don't know. I don't have any plan of monetization. I don't have anything right now for it. But I know that 
I can change a life with this. I can bless a life with this. I can impact someone's life with this. I can change the trajectory of someone's life through this. And that's the way for you to think. And so in whatever it is you're doing, whether it's in business, whether it's in industry, whether it's in creative arts, don't look down on whatever it is that has been given into your hands. Do it to the extent that you can do it. Nothing is big, nothing is small. Your thinking makes it that way. Just go for what you're supposed to do and do it and make a success of it. See, that's how to be successful. How to be successful. And this is the mentality that will change your life.